welcome to the Hall of Heroes podcast with your hosts, Jared Bachman-Stubbs and Matthew Sterling. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie? Empire Strikes Back? Jesus, Tony, how old is this guy? I don't know, I didn't carbon date him, he's on the young side. You ever tried shawarma? There's a shawarma joint about two blocks from here. I don't know what it is, but I want to try it. Lobo. Oh, it's on. <laughs> Let the good times roll. <laughs> and welcome, everybody, to the Hall of Heroes podcast. I am your host, Jared Bachman Stubbs, joined by the illustrious Matthew Sterling. How you doing today, Matt? I'm doing great. Way to pump up my ego with the illustrious. I was not expecting that, but thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You're very welcome, buddy. Uh, How's your week been? Uh, It's been pretty good. Worked a lot of insane hours. Uh, Kept getting called in on my day off. I mean, you'd think there'd be other people to make some tacos, but oh well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good to hear. Glad you're doing well. I'm doing well. I am uh, happy we get to finally get this show on the road. Had a little bit of technical difficulties uh, with the last iteration of this first episode, but here we are at last. This will be the canon first episode of the Hall of Heroes podcast. Very exciting stuff. Um, we are a part of the Dewback Discussion Network, uh, as you guys probably figured out by now. Um, we are going to be talking a lot about comic book movies and stuff of that nature. Um, TV, movies, everything, Marvel, DC, what have you. Um, eventually we will be talking more about actual comic books. Um, I am kind of biding my time to get back into everything and waiting for a good jumping off point to, uh, get back into the fray because I'm super behind both Marvel and DC wise. But, uh, until then we're going to be covering mostly movie and TV stuff. And when the time comes, we'll get back into the fray with actual comic books uh with that uh we're gonna hop right into some of our news stories starting with the uh this captain marvel fundraiser that's going on um back last year uh this time last year whenever black panther was coming out there was this really cool fundraiser this gentleman did in california to raise money for young african-american kids to be able to go see black panther um, it was based around kids who may not come from a home or a family where there was enough uh, cash in hand to uh, you know, make a day out at the movies for the whole family. And what this guy did was he raised the funds to make sure that he could just basically take busloads of these kids to go see Black Panther. Um, he is doing the same thing this time around only to celebrate the release of Captain Marvel for young girls to go see uh captain marvel and get to see a leading woman on the big screen in the mcu um not a whole lot to do with like movie news necessarily but i really like this story i really like hearing this guy who uh sees the importance of stories like this and movies like this and is able to recognize how important it is that these kids get to see themselves represented in the uh, pantheon of heroes the same way that your Black Panther and uh, other heroes who aren't um, minorities and who are just, for the most part, just a bunch of straight white dudes. 
Um, not that there's anything wrong with those heroes, obviously, but uh, that, that it's it's a hyper representation of one group of people and finally getting some uh, attention for another group. Matt, your take on this? I feel like it's a great idea. You know, it gets more awareness to the idea of just no more politics in movies, just complete equality. doesn't matter who the superhero is. All that matters is how badass they are. And I feel like exactly. that's what, and I feel like that's what the comics and comic book movies should really be about. You know, just these people are performing these outrageous feats. It does. It shouldn't matter. You know, I mean, it should in a sense, but it shouldn't really be hated on for the lead character being it, it maybe a female. It matters because we haven't had it yet. From certain see, groups. see, that's what I'm saying. But I think it yeah. shouldn't be hated on. No, no, no. Of course not. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and and that's the thing, and then and I think the idea and the goal is to get to a point where it isn't necessarily a huge deal when there's a comic book movie that comes out starring a woman. You know, like it, like it should be a given. Mm-hmm. The 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 default there shouldn't be a default leading actor. Unless you're know, talking you about should, Samuel Jackson. I mean, he's always got to well, be there. Well, I mean, of course. I mean, Sam, Samuel L. Jackson is the default. Um, but in terms of like when you hear, oh, there's going to be a new superhero movie, it would be nice to be able to just kind of be like, it could be anyone. It doesn't necessarily have to be this easily marketed straight white dude and stuff like that. So this is a huge step in the right direction. This is really cool. Um, unfortunately, he's having a little bit of trouble with this one as compared to the uh, Black Panther fundraiser. But hopefully uh, things work out and he's able to get enough money to do this again. Um, Moving on, more Marvel-related stuff. Uh, Yesterday, at the time of this recording, um, Disney had its quarterly investors call. Uh, They were talking to the media and different people about what all's going on with the company and everything to uh, expect in the coming months in this fiscal quarter. Um, they also made an announcement that they are not going to be cutting a lot of the R-rated content that they will be, uh, acquiring through the Fox merger. Um, a lot of people were kind of speculating that because of how safe and sanitary a brand that Disney is, that they might perhaps, uh, pull the plug on projects like Deadpool or maybe uh, preventing stuff like Logan from being released um, in the future to uh, stay in line with the uh, House of Mouse and their um, uh, morals, if you will. Um, I was not expecting that to happen by any means. I was assuming that they'd be back to business as usual um, with a lot of these movies, and that seems to be the case. And... uh, yeah, so don't be clutching your pearls thinking Deadpool is about to be canceled because uh, not Deadpool's not going anywhere. Um, but this is really good news. Uh, I'm excited to hear about that. Matt, what's your what's your take on this? I think it's great because I've always loved Ryan Reynolds being Deadpool, even that horrible iteration in X Men Origins Wolverine. I still enjoyed Rock-a-pool? it. Ugh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Let's continue on to an actual Deadpool with the red suit, you know, the snazzy body condom, everything like that. You know, it's just Ryan Reynolds. What did fits you say? Body condom. It's what <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds has remarked that the Deadpool oh suit. 
Ryan Reynolds has remarked on TV that the Deadpool suit was a big red body condom. So I was I was referencing Ryan Reynolds, you know, my favorite actor. <laughs> oh my god, that is fantastic! And I never heard that before. <laughs> you, you should watch you should watch the clip on YouTube. I'll find it and I'll share it with you later. But, oh, you better! I look forward to seeing hearing the phrase "body condom." Yes, um, that's and, great. Uh, and I feel like it's just stuff like that that makes Ryan Reynolds the perfect actor to choose for Deadpool. Absolutely. So, uh, obviously, I'm, you're going to be excited for Deadpool. Obviously. Do you do you think we're going to get like a full integration into the MCU, or what do you, how do you think that's going to go down? That would be so badass. I mean, man, because you got to think the type of stuff that Deadpool would do. Everybody'd be like, "Who the fuck is this idiot?" And then he's just going to be walking around with a samurai sword, like, hey, you can't kill me. <laughs> and I'm going to make fun of you for your inability to do so. And I feel like it, was, yeah. it would add a sense of humor to it, but I also I want uh, Hugh Jackman to be back as Wolverine, so I'm kind of hoping that if Deadpool's MCU, brings in my boy Hugh to play Wolverine. I don't know. I Not that Hugh Jackman is a part of anything that's wrong with the Fox X-Men uh universe and timeline and all that stuff but like his wolverine is attached to a lot of toxic properties mm. and a lot of franchises that are just dead um dark phoenix is gonna bomb um so too did uh x-men apocalypse what okay it looked like it was snowing through my window for a hot second and i got really nervous i'm like this isn't happening this is like you know, this isn't grab a jacket, fuck that, get a lead vest. Like, how is it snowing? It was like 50 <laughs> degrees out. Um, sidebar there. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I look forward to seeing that integration in there, and I hope they're able to find a way to keep Ryan Reynolds. Um, they would have and to. Keep, and, and find a way to keep some amount of canonicity with Deadpool in the MCU. Um I'm sure they could somehow. Um, I've never been super into, oh, it has to be this actor or it's not going to be the same kind of thing. Um, I've never really subscribed to that sort of uh, thinking about these sort of discussions. However, I, I don't think you could find another actor to play Deadpool. I don't think there is another Deadpool. Like, it's Ryan Reynolds and that's it. So... Hopefully they're able to integrate Deadpool into the MCU, and that'll be lots of fun, especially once the X-Men finally show up, um, which I'm very much looking forward to. But I don't think he was going to be back. Um, but I look forward to who they cast instead of him. I, I really want to see what they do with it moving forward. Um, but I don't... What, what, what do you want to see? Like, your darker Marvel stuff. Like, what, 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 what do you want? beyond deadpool that's a good question um honestly i would like to see a similar thing that happened in the comic book to civil war i don't know if you read that but oh yeah that's my favorite it's probably my favorite marvel story yeah i, I just want to see a scene where it's like the avengers are just widely accepted and then you look to the right and there's the x-men with these large ass robots essentially watching them making sure you know just being sentinels to them and making sure that they just do not do anything, you know? 
And I want to yeah. see I want to see that type of contrast and the X Men having to go through such ridicule to become even better than the Avengers because they have to. That'd be interesting. I know I definitely want to see X Men versus Avengers. I know that's at the top of my wish list. Um, but that that's not much on the R rated darker side of that. Um, but no, yeah, I do definitely look forward to uh, MCU Deadpool. It's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, our next story, really Marvel heavy week, or like at least the top half of the show is going to be really Marvel heavy. Um, this next little bit of news is some really exciting industry talk. Uh, award season is upon us. And two comic book movies have made an incredible impact on the awards this year. Um, Black Panther and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, the latter of which I have not had a chance to see, unfortunately, because Christmas time was incredibly busy and I wasn't able to get out to the theater to see it. Um, Spider-Verse is, has been nominated for Best Animated Feature at every major film award um and is at this point lined up probably to be uh the winner for best animated picture at the oscars which is awesome um which is very 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 exciting um as well as uh into the spider-verse we also have an obscene amount of nominations for black panther across the board um, it has multiple Golden Globe, uh, SAG Awards, and uh, Critics' Choice um, Awards, all in the realms of its uh, technical production and its score and set design and costuming and makeup and uh, uh, best uh, dramatic ensemble. It won at the SAG Awards, I believe, doing very well. But the big award that it is nominated for is the is Best Picture at the Oscars. Black Panther is the first comic book movie to be nominated for Best Picture. Holy shit. Matt, what's your take on this? You 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 uh you excited to finally get some uh comic book movie representation in the Oscars? Oh definitely. And <clears throat> It's amazing that not only is it uh, the first comic book movie to be featured or be up for the Best Picture Award, but it's also great that is a that it is such a culturally significant movie. So it it really represents two fronts, and I like that. Yeah, absolutely, and I think me personally, as excited as I am for Black Panther being nominated. I personally think Infinity Ward reserved a nomination I, um, just because of the the scale of it being like 10 years of cinema leading up to this one movie. Um, but that's just me. Uh, and I, I understand the arguments against that, and I respect them. And I'm just happy that we have an, a comic book movie award, or a comic book movie nominated for this prestigious of an award. Um it's it's really exciting and i hope that in the next oscars and in the coming years pardon me I had to yawn there 
in the coming years that this kind of starts to break away that stigma of refusing to nominate comic book movies and these big blockbusters um, that just because they are more popcorn shovely fair at the cinema that they are less cinematic and less artistic than your Roma and Vice and um, uh, I know this isn't nominated this year but stuff like Shape of Water um, I hated that movie I didn't mind it. I, 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 I saw a good deal of it um, not too long ago, and I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't get to see the whole thing, unfortunately. But uh, I fell asleep. Not because I was bored, because it was way too late at night, and my my sleepy ass couldn't handle it anymore. Um, but yeah, Black Panther is up for Best Picture, and uh, I feel like all the comic book nerds are going to be home doing their... X arms over their chest, Wakanda forever, the whole time, rooting for uh, Black Panther, um, which I will be doing myself. Uh, moving into our next topic, and then uh, we're done with Marvel for the, <laughs> for the rest of the podcast, uh, I promise. Um, this past Sunday, uh, I guess there was a really big event in the football fandom. Uh, there was lots of cosplay going on. Um, tickets to the convention were through the roof, I heard. Um, Matt, that was funny. Why aren't you fucking laughing? Because I've already seen the fucking meme. You know what, Matt? <laughs> I don't like you. We're not friends anymore. Um, I am very up to date on my memes, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, nonetheless, uh, we had the Super Bowl this past weekend. Um... I'm not much of a sports guy myself. Uh, however, I did watch for uh, commercials, trailers, and uh, halftime show. Two of those three things disappointed me immensely. Uh, <laughs> I'm a big Maroon 5 fan. They put on a good show, but uh, I wanted some sweet, sweet victory. Yeah. Um, and we didn't get that. I'm probably going to receive, I'm probably going to receive a lot of backlash because this is our first episode, but I don't like SpongeBob. What? Yep. All right, guys. Thank you for listening for the Hall of Heroes podcast. I am your host, Jared Bachman Stubbs, formerly joined by the not so illustrious Matthew Sterling. And I guess this is going to be the last time you'll hear from me because I'll probably yeah. be dead. <laughs> <laughs> your, your, your career in podcasting began as, ended as soon as it began. Um, no, but, uh, yeah, I, the, the, the commercials were not that good either. I was really let down by the commercials. Aw, uh, um, you didn't see another Puppy Monkey Baby? I love, I fucking love Puppy Monkey Baby. I hated first of it. All. That is my favorite, I don't, I don't know if it's my favorite. It's one of my favorite Super Bowl commercials of all time because of just how batshit insane it was. Like, I love that kind of weird humor. Mm-hmm. And I remember just sitting there and I hear that song, it's like, what is happening and then, then that like and then that little goddamn abomination just walks <laughs> in the room i'm like oh my god what is this thing nah dude is it puppy monkey baby my my favorite super bowl commercial of all time was i think it was either last year or the year before it was the same year as puppy monkey baby uh it was that dorito commercial where 
The, yeah, which one? They're the, always, the Dorito commercials are always good. Like that's exactly. like but, yeah, yeah, that's hard to. But it was the one where the lady was pregnant and the dad was eating Doritos. <laughs> And he I know had, what you're talking yeah, about. And she slapped the Dorito <laughs> out of his hand. And the baby jumped out. Oh, no. I remember I was watching, um, I think it was like last Wednesday. I think it was like the night before we actually recorded the first draft of the first episode of this podcast. and Or maybe it was the night before that. I don't remember. But it, they did this like top 10, top 15 uh Super Bowl commercials of all time countdown on uh, CBS, and I was watching it, and I was like, that one came up. I'm like, I forgot about this. This is really fucked up. Yeah, like, this is really dark. Like he just he just induced labor by like <laughs> this like child's like really creepy telepathic connection to these goddamn tortilla chips. <laughs> um, but hang on, was that, it him or was it the wife? Because the wife is the one that slapped it out of his hand. <laughs> Yeah, but like he's the one who like he should have been able to go. Wait, I should put these away before I induce labor. Hey, they I'll are Doritos. The they are Doritos. Oh, one, okay, fair enough. One you're, does not simply right. set aside right. Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a good segue, though. Like one does not simply, but the the Game of Thrones. Um, they did a really funny, um, Game of Thrones style commercial you know how like they have like the medieval themed bud light commercials with like the dilly dilly and shit like that yeah they did one where it was like this knight who was getting ready it was like the bud light knight who was getting ready to joust this other guy but he was one of the uh soldiers i believe he was like the he was like one of like the the royal guards at uh, um king's landing mm-hmm. i think I, I might be wrong i'm super uh rusty on game of thrones lore so i'm probably wrong in what i said but anyway it was one of like the really imposing foot soldiers um from game of thrones it, it actually it may have even been the mountain himself i'm not sure they may have just thrown a helmet on him um but during the joust he like he this like he pu- he puts his lance right in the bud light knight's chest and then he like does the thing that he did that uh the mountain did to ober and martell where he like crushes his fucking head um, and then like a dragon showed up and just like scorched the jousting grounds and then it was just flying away and it was like Bud Light, the final season of Game of Thrones. Like, what the shit? Is this, is was, this a drinking commercial? Is this a TV commercial? What is, is it? This, is this a trailer? <laughs> is this a beer ad? Um, I'm so confused. So, but uh, another thing that will probably end my podcasting career, I tried watching Game of Thrones and did not make it past season one, episode two. Really? Yeah. The same with The Walking Dead. Oh, yep. Yeah, I'm done. I think my podcast is over. I, I mean, I'm not that big in The Walking <laughs> Dead, so you're good. Like, if you're out on Walking Dead alone, then I'm fucked. But, uh, <laughs> no, I do quite enjoy Game of Thrones. I just haven't had a chance to uh, catch up on it the way I've wanted to. But I am going to do that so I can watch the final season. I tried, but I don't know. I like medieval type stuff. I just couldn't get into it. Well, I'd give it another shot uh, whenever you get the chance to. Um, but actually getting into <laughs> uh, the the comic book stuff, the the stuff that we're supposed to be talking about. With oh, yeah, shit, Bowl. my bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the Super Bowl podcast, <laughs> to the Super Bowl commercial podcast, part of the Dubac Discussion Network. Uh, hang on, just um, real quick. Tom Brady is cre- uh, collecting all those Super Bowl rings like the Infinity Stones. 
Yeah, Come for on. real. I, I, <laughs> I loved all the edits of him with like the Infinity Super Bowl rings. Yep. Um, <laughs> we uh, during the Superb Owl, we received two trailers. Uh, we got one for Captain Marvel. Uh, it, it was basically like a really. Uh, <laughs> it was it was a run of the mill TV spot. Um, I, I just got Superb Owl. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, there's like copyright on saying Super Bowl. Hey, like you can't no. say Super Bowl unless you're the network broadcasting it. So that's why a lot of like news companies and stuff will refer to it as the big game. Oh, um, I didn't know that. So yeah, I didn't know that until this year either. Anyway, away from shitty football into the comics. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, uh, but we did get a cool T. Uh, it was basically a TV spot for Captain Marvel. Um, the, the thing I really liked about it, and I know you said you hadn't watched it yet, is you have this really cool, like, um, like they're repeating, like, the uh, faster, further, higher, further, faster, higher, further, faster. And kind of, like, that's almost, like, Carol's mantra. Mm-hmm. Like, it's more than just the slogan for the movie. Like, that's, like, kind of Carol's, uh, her code. Like, just, like, that, that's, like, really important to her, those three words. It was really cool. Um, that, that ad was really awesome and I'm super excited for Captain Marvel. Um, I love that character. I'm so excited to see her brought to life. Uh, the other one, however, we got, we got a little commercial and a little TV spot for a little art house film called Avengers Endgame. Yeah. I've never heard about this. I'm surprised it's coming up. I, I know these Avengers. Who are these Avengers? Um, so good. Uh, I, I am, A, incredibly happy with how little they are showing us. Um, they are see? showing us everything that we are expecting to see, and I think that is a genius marketing move for trailers. Especially knowing the way that people will pour over every last damn frame of this of these trailers. It makes me very happy that they are showing so little with... Well, they're showing a lot with very by reviewing very little, if that makes sense. Um, trailer was really cool. You get to see all the desolation across the uh, the the earth with the fact that half of the population is now gone. Um, they had the very eerie little poster hanging up in the one room. It was like, uh, uh, "Where do we go now that they're all gone?" or something to that effect. And we had a vengeful Captain America say, some people move on, but we don't. Um, which really excites me, because I like the idea that we're going to get to see the Avengers do some actual avenging. Um, and I like whenever... I like seeing stories where each and every one of these heroes have a personal reason to want to fuck somebody up. Um, and I think the most... One of the most chilling shots in the trailer was Cap tightening his shield. Um, not his new shield. Not the no no his, not that uh, his good old shield. Like the actual uh, America frisbee. The one I really loved. I didn't really like the shield in, in Infinity War, but I loved the original shield. Oh, absolutely. Um, but yeah, those were cool. I. Uh, the other thing I really liked was uh, Rocket Raccoon is wearing his old school Guardians of the Galaxy uniform, uh, which excites me. 
And there is a shot where a bunch of the Avengers are standing in a field, just kind of looking up. And there is a conspicuously big gap between some of the Avengers in that field. Here we go. (laughs) And I think someone is being photoshopped out of that image, out of that frame. And I think it is Captain Marvel. I think they are editing Captain Marvel out of that shot. And I think that she is in that scene. And I think by that time, she has made her way back to Earth to aid the Avengers in their fight against Thanos. Uh, but I think I do think that's Captain Marvel. That gap is way too big for that not to be them editing somebody out of the trailer, which they do all the time. Or somebody's just standing really awkwardly to the side. Well, here's the thing, though. Look, look, the Civil War was the best example. Mm-hmm. They showed a bunch of clips from the airport fight in the trailer for Civil War. Almost every shot that they showed in the Civil War trailer before revealing Spider-Man, Spider-Man was in that shot. Mm-hmm. Like He was in almost every single scene that they showed in the footage before they did the big reveal that Spider-Man would be in it. Mm-hmm. He was like he was in all of those shots and just edited out. So I'm very confident that <coughs> they're hiding Captain Marvel from us in that scene. Um, that's just me. That's my prediction. That's my theory. Uh, that's just a theory, a film theory, and cut. Uh, what is your uh, what, what's what's your take on the trailer, Matt? What did, what did you what did you think of it? I can see. I can really definitely see it being Captain Marvel, you know, with the new movie coming up and how at the end of Infinity War and the after credit scene, uh, Nick Fury paged her. So I, I can definitely see that theory. He paged her? What's a pager? Uh-huh. Funny. How do you page somebody? Anyway, me with my comic book knowledge... I'm still hoping that somehow they will iterate Adam Warlock into this. And for, <laughs> those, for those of you I, who have no clue who that is, in the comic books, he's the big guy that helped uh, the Avengers finally defeat Thanos. I very much want to see Adam Warlock as well. Uh, so don't get me wrong, we are on the same page on that one. However, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I am But I feel doubtful. like it's too obvious to think that it's Captain Marvel. They are not they do not have the time or the they, they they don't have the time or the ability to explain in Adam Warlock in this stage of the game. Yeah, I don't I, I, as much as I would like to see him, I don't think there's time to introduce Adam and Even if they did, what it would require would be immediate explanation as to who the hell he is in Guardians 3. Mm-hmm. Which is a ways away. Yeah. You know, like, and as unfortunate it is to say, like with the whole James Gunn controversy and him getting canned and... They don't have a new director yet, and apparently Taika Waititi said – I didn't put this in the show notes because I didn't know if this is a verified story or not. 
But from what I heard, apparently Taika Waititi is like refusing to take James Gunn's directing position on Guardians 3. There's too much cosmic stuff that you immediately have to explain if you just drop Adam Warlock into this out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. So, I don't don't think it's going to be Adam. I think it's probably going to be Captain Marvel. But I... I wish you were right. Um, but that is all... Well, not all for the news. Uh, that is most of the news. Now, the other set of stories that we have for you guys today... Um, kind of new to the Hall of Heroes uh, format. Uh, unlike on Dubac, where we just kind of go through all the news, talk about all the topics, and then uh, do some of our emails and stuff like that. Uh, here on Hall of Heroes, what we are going to be doing is we have a uh, uh, we're going to be having a discussion topic for each episode. So we'll go through the news and then we'll have a deep dive into something that will typically tie into the news. Um, you know, some weeks it will be a movie review where we'll talk about a new release and stuff like that. Uh, this week, however, we got a lot of, or this past week at least, we got a whole lot of news out of uh, DC. Now, we got a really cool teaser for the Birds of Prey movie. Uh, it featured Margot Robbie reprising her role as Harley Quinn. Uh, we got Huntress and we got um, Black Canary. We also saw Victor Zaz, and we saw Ewan Highground McGregor as uh, Roman Sionis, the Black Mask himself. Um, this is really exciting. I am cautiously optimistic for Birds of Prey. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I'm not expecting anything spectacular, but I am, uh, at the very least, I'm sure it will be fun. Um, as a cosplayer and a con goer, I am completely prepared to see nothing but these goofy bird boa-wearing Harley Quinns all over conventions for a while. (laughs) It's been like, it's been four years, almost four years since Suicide Squad came out, and uh, we still see Suicide Squad Harley. Um, Not that I'm complaining, my girlfriend does a very, very, very good Suicide Squad Harley, um, and I do Suicide Squad Joker myself. Uh, but those once they release those movie designs, they they don't go anywhere for a very long time. So we're gonna be seeing lots of those for a long time. But my uh, that's not the only news we got from DC. Uh, we have like I said, the Birds of Prey teaser and some bittersweet news. Uh, we have a confirmation that Matt Reeves, the Batman will hit hit uh, theaters summer of 2021, which is awesome and exciting. Oh, I thought that was the bad news. I have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, 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 the bitter part, the bitter part of the bittersweet is uh, Ben Affleck will not be reprising the role as the Cape Crusader. Ben Affleck is stepping down from the role of Batman. Uh, this has been a hotly debated topic. There's been will he, won't he kind of tension for a very long time as to whether or not uh, Ben Affleck would return to the cape and cowl. And it is confirmed he will not be. Um, the fan casting has been going rampant for a while now. 
I want to uh, see Ben Barnes. I want to see Ben Barnes. Ben Barnes? Have you not seen that fan art yet? Let me look it up. Oh my god. Like Barnes isn't like a barn barn? B-A-R-N-E-S. Oh, okay. I can see that. You can see that? I can see it too. All so, right, let me... So for those of you who don't know, he played in the Punisher TV show on uh, Netflix's version of it, you know. And I feel like you do great Batman. He looks awesome in the suit. Alright. I like your idea. My two main choices for Batman. I either want to see Army Hammer... Or David Boreanaz. Now, Army Hammer was going to play Batman in uh, Justice League Mortal. And then that film was uh, his, as, uh, famously and unfortunately canned right before they started shooting. So this would be Army Hammer's uh, long-earned turn as the Batman. Uh, I also love David Boreanaz. A lot of you guys would know him as Angel from Buffy and uh, his own spinoff show, Angel. He starred in Bones. Um, he is the star of that CBS show, Seal Team. He's a very talented actor uh, who is very good at playing your brooding, darker heroes. And he nearly played Batman once before. So I think David Boreanaz would be an excellent choice, and he's the one that I'm going to uh, stake my claim on. Um, did you hear who, like, the frontrunner is right now for Batman, Matt? Did you hear who people are saying might be the top pick for Warner Brothers? Are you talking about Nick Jonas? N- no. Oh, thank God. I about Nick Jonas. He, he put his hat in the ring to become the new Batman, and I closed my laptop and gave up hope for DCEU if he got chosen. No, what I have been hearing... <laughs> And I'm actually willing to make an argument for this guy. I'm okay with this with it going to hit this this next guy. Um, the rumor, pardon me, I keep yawning. The rumor at the moment is that Robert Pattinson is at the top of Warner Brothers' shortlist to play Batman. Okay, I prefer Nick Jonas. I'm done with the DCU. Bye. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Here's my thing, though. And like, like, okay, like, like, fuck, fucking forget Twilight. Fuck Twilight. We're not talking about Twilight. He is a talented actor. Like, let, let's remove this really dark mark on his career. You look at the rest of his body of work. Hell, just look at his performance in Harry Potter. He's excellent. He's a really, he's a really good actor. He's, he's a good really actor. Good. He's a good actor, but I don't like the thought of him being bad. I'm willing to give him a chance. Like I said, I'd rather have uh, David Boreanaz. <coughs> after that option, after that option, I'd be glad to see Nick Jones. Why? It's not that bad of a idea, though. I, I like kind of like it. I don't, I don't like it. He doesn't look like a Batman. He doesn't feel like a That's Batman. What everybody said about Affleck. Everybody was talking about, oh, Ben Affleck's too old. He's too big to play Batman. Nah. So... I'm just saying, I don't like, I don't know, it's just... You, it's because of Twilight, man, let's be real. It's probably 90% because of Twilight, but still, he doesn't look like a Bruce Wayne. 
I don't know. I think I could see it. I could see Affleck being a Bruce Wayne. Okay, I can't see Robert Pattinson being a Bruce Wayne. I I disagree. But uh, yeah, we don't we don't have a Batman, and we have a release date, and that's all fast approaching. Um, what we also don't know is what is next for the DCEU. Um, there's lots of DC projects that have been announced. I hear a little bit of echo. Hold on. Okay. There's a little bit of... Alright, I'm good. TJ, cut that bit out. I was trying to figure out how loud I had to be to actually get the echo to go. And now I'm hearing it and how I can avoid it. Um... We uh we have a lot of DC projects that were announced that we have no idea what's supposed to happen with them. Um, obviously we finally have a little bit of movement with uh the Batman. We have a Nightwing movie that was in development for a while that we haven't heard anything about for a while. We have uh Birds of Prey, which is getting off the ground. We have Wonder Woman eighty four, which hasn't come out yet but will next summer. Um, which is very exciting, but again, how does it tie in? What's the point? We have Shazam coming out this year. And we also have this Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie coming out in October, which again, we don't know how that's supposed to tie in anything. It's not. It's not supposed to tie in anything. The Joaquin Joker... The walk Already uh, a little bit of a technical error there. Excuse us on that one. Um, but we have a whole lot of DC projects that just... We don't know what the, the future of them is, and we don't know what the future of the DCEU is, uh, how it's yeah, going to tie here. together, how they're going to get around a new Batman. Um, there's lots of questions here, and I'm really concerned for it, and I'm really uh, upset about stuff that we didn't get to see. I really – I know a lot of people weren't overly fond of Jared Leto as the Joker. Um, I was. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a cool take. Uh, and I think that that iteration of the Joker, granted, it only works in the context of that very dark, very strange universe. Uh, however, I did like it. And I'm upset that I will not get to see that version of Batman, played by Ben Affleck, uh, have a confrontation with uh, Jared Leto's Joker. Um, I really wish that we could have seen that. I really wish we could have seen the entire Justice League together properly. As a team, from the beginning, with Superman right there with them, I really wish we could have seen that. I really wish we could have seen Ben Affleck's Batman face down with Joe Manganiello's Deathstroke. Um, there's a whole lot of stuff that I really wish we could have gotten to see, but we won't with this recent departure from Ben Affleck. Uh, Henry Cavill's future as Superman is up in the air as well. We don't know what Wonder Woman 84 is going to mean for the franchise. We don't know what uh, Shazam is going to mean. Um, presumably Shazam is in the DCEU uh, for reasons other than the fact that it's a DC movie. Uh, we see that the kid owns a replica or, a replica, or maybe he picked one up uh, you know, ordered it on eBay. He has a batarang in his drawer. He has a newspaper clipping. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to say that. He's so, like, uh, clearly there's a, there's a tie to the DCEU here. Um, but all of it's up in the air, and it's really disappointing. Um, I really, really enjoyed those movies. I know they weren't that good. I know that Batman v Superman is not a great movie, uh, 
It's three. It's theatrical release. He has at least. Superman it's not a fantastic dead. film. Nor is he Suicide Squad. Nor is Justice League. Nor is Aquaman. But I, I to some extent enjoyed all of them. Um, Aquaman, least of all. Uh, even though I love the character, which disappoints the hell out of me. Um, but it's it's really weird. Like I don't know what's next for the DCEU. Like people have kind of talked about maybe they'll do what Fox has been doing with the X Men, where uh, they'll kind of just tell whatever story they want to tell, and if it ties in, it ties in. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It's not that big of a deal, which works, I guess. But I do want to see what Marvel has happen with the DC universe. Matt? Oh, so good. <laughs> I feel like it'd be nice. Yeah, I like and, the and whole shared universe thing, and I, I just, I so I've badly always been a huge fan of crossover-related things. And, and it's not to say you that know, we such as when the first Avengers came out. I was not expecting it, to say the least. I mean, whenever I first watched Iron Man, and then I saw yeah, the Incredible which, Hulk, and, that, and, and again, Tony Stark walked into that bar at the after uh, credits scene, I was like, oh, what does this mean? <laughs> I was like, what does this mean? I saw Robert Downey Jr. in a Hulk movie. Jesus Christ, it's done. <laughs> They're going to be making a ton of money. Abject clusterfuck. But, um, yeah, I, I'm really disappointed that we didn't get to see... Um, I mean, we kind of the, see it with the Arrowverse, the but that is with a TV see. show and uh, not a movie however, franchise. I am cautiously optimistic, as I always said, um, and I think that is the best way to be with these movies. Uh, you know, Shazam looks like it's going to be a great time. Uh, Wonder Woman 84 is guaranteed to be good. I would be surprised if Patty Jenkins dropped the ball after she really brought the pain with the first Wonder Woman movie. Um, but it, it's uncertain. And again, I just, I want to know how everything ties in. Like, I want to know what Birds of Prey has to do with anything. Uh, especially this really weird version that is highly involving Harley. You know, um... I don't. I don't think Harley needs to be in this movie. I hope they find a way to explain her presence, but I don't need it. Yeah, but again, like you have to explain Oracle and who she is and where she comes from, and then you need to show Batman, and it's all of this shit that involves Batman, 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 which no, but Batman was there. Like there, it's easy. Okay, but it, it's easier to say, hey, look at. Like, to just say, Robin is dead, look at Robin's old costume, than it is to say, oh, hi, I'm Oracle. I would I have, have preferred Oracle. I got honestly. shot. What? Not necessarily, though. You, what I'm saying is they, didn't that do crap they have to explain their own Robin. stories to tell, though. They had a, they, like, Black Canary they and had Huntress have stories that go beyond... Batman and Arrow and like the people that they originate from. 
and you can pepper that in as you go. Oracle, her most of her story is built. They're doing the same thing with Batman the, and knowing the Batman family. They're doing the same and thing with Black Canary and Huntress can't right have now. have a story where... I don't see how it'd be any different. I don't know. I just... I, I don't... I don't think Oracle would have worked any better here. Um, I think you could feasibly gotten away with it just being Batgirl. But I think once you introduce her being Oracle... And then you have to explain what the Joker did to her and all the connection there and... It harkens back to actors that we don't know about their fate yet, you Good know? Good point. Um, so, I'm cautiously optimistic, but I'm not holding my breath either. Uh, so, we'll see. Um, Matt, what's your uh, final take on uh, the DCEU for now? Don't we all? Don't we all just want to see that exactly mm-hmm. what you described? Okay. Okay. The uh, okay. Real quick. Okay. I'm still okay. hopeful. Okay. Okay. But that okay. could just okay. be okay. the nerd in me that just wants to see more he Batman, did not Superman, stop and Justice League because action. their moms had the same name. <laughs> he heard the words "You have to but save I am Martha," still... and that and this bat version of Batman yes. who's already <laughs> more traumatized. And I want to see an actual good the whole Batman versus Superman Wayne where they full blown. No holding that back. That freaked them out enough to snap him out of Batman the room. Not just stop he did not stop he because name. her name was Ooh. Martha. He heard the words, <laughs> you have to save Martha. That's what slowed him down. And the thing that upsets me about that scene, the only thing that upsets me about that whole whatever, is the fact that the murderous Batman, that doesn't work. If you have a version of Batman who has not killed up to this point, and has made the decision that he is going to kill Superman, regardless of anything. And the moment he goes to do it, you have to save Martha, and that snaps him out of it, because he has to remember where he came from. That is important. Mm. But the fact that Batman is already shown to be a straight-up fucking murderer leading up to that? Nah. Doesn't work. I want it to work, but that, that that's when it falls apart. But I I like the convention. I like the idea of you have to save Martha being what makes him stay his hand. I'm saying the only part of it that doesn't work is the fact that Batman is shown to be a bloodthirsty murderer in the first place. Um, that that's where it doesn't work for me. But other than that, I like that scene and I like that bit. So either way, you agree that it should not. They, they're just sleeping, worked. including the 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 person who the <laughs> KG Beast. Um, yeah, the guy he shot the harpoon at and fi- fish fish tailed the the harpoon mm-hmm. car into another car. And there's the guy who he hit in the face of the crate. And the guy he punched in the face so hard he did a front but- flip. I believe you're wrong. All those people they shot in the face and threw razor blades at are just sleeping. Yeah. He's fine. 
The flamethrower oh, guy. The Monty Python. Tis a flesh wound. Um, <laughs> oh my. But yeah. Um, LMG. Yeah, it was the LMG. Stuff going on in the DCEU around these parts. Um, real quick before we close up shop here, guys. Uh, I do want to remind you all to check out the Dubak Discussion T Public page. The dude we finally have a merch store set up. Arm with Woo! the grapple gun and they We have him. a Dubak Discussion logo <laughs> T-shirt and two Gorenmore T-shirts hey, as sleep, well. It'll be and good. Very soon we are going to have a yes. Hall of Heroes logo <laughs> shirt as well as lots of really cool original art from a handful of artists close to the Dubak Discussion crew. Uh, it goes towards helping keep the lights on with the company. And you get to support your favorite podcast network in the process. So go over there, pick up some do-back merch, and share pictures on social media. Tag us on it. We'll like it. We'll repost it. We'll shout you out. Show do-back discussion some... Excuse me, I'm hiccuping. Show do-back discussion some love and get some merch. Merch link in bio. <laughs> um... But yeah, uh, with that all said, uh, Matthew, is there anything you would like to tell the lovely people at home before we get out of here? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I completely skipped over your Arrowverse stuff. I apologize. Uh, just quickly at the, the end. Goodbye, lightning was pretty good. We I do have catch up on all of uh, the Batwoman so pilot uh, being produced behind. right now. I oh, it, it it is perfectly normal. And for those of you who don't know, I'm the expert on the Arrowverse because I keep up with it all, except for Supergirl. I am a little behind on that, but I keep up with the Arrowverse. Uh, Arrow's my favorite TV show, and I love the Flash. I love Legends of Tomorrow. Mm, kind of okay with Supergirl. I haven't watched Black Lightning yet, though, but I do need to. Jesus. <clears throat> Definitely. But uh, this year's crossover, we got quite a few uh, things to speculate. First off, we got the Batwoman pilot, which has been confirmed and is in the works right now. Uh we got a teaser that, spoiler alert, oh, skip over boy. these next 15 seconds. Oh, starting boy. now, Arrow dies in the next crossover. Which, you know, we really, I just want to see how <laughs> that's going to happen. You know? Are they going to be able to reverse it? Oh, I, I'm, I'm not sure. And I'm really excited <laughs> to see what comes out of this. We have Bat I hope Arrow. it doesn't end. Um, I just wanted to keep going. Oh. And it's amazing. Watch and this next year's crossover will be called All Crisis right. on well, Infinite Earths, which uh, is a huge has deal. Been the first episode, yeah, it we is got a huge of, deal uh, the Hall of in the Heroes comics, podcast and I'm very curious to see how they do uh, that without Batman. I am your host, Jared Bachman Stubbs, joined by Matthew <laughs> Sterling, and you guys can catch us. At I mean, the I same mean, they have Green Batman. I mean, Green Arrow, same but bat you know, channel <laughs> next week. Catch you guys later. There we go. <laughs> He's got his back quiver and his back bow.